0: Welcome to Barely Audible Whisper, a weekly NPR parody podcast in no way associated with NPR, brought to you in no part by
1: the following parody sponsors. The United States Postal Service. If you don't trust us with your ballots, then you can deliver your own damn packages this Christmas. The Trump
0: University Glass House Charity Scholarship. If you believe a man who ran a fraudulent university and a fraudulent charity when he accuses the constitutionally mandated mail service of fraud without offering any evidence to support that claim, congratulations, you just won the Trump University Glass House Charity Scholarship and it will only cost you $5,000 to collect your prize.
1: And the Donald J. Trump lies that are too obvious foundation for telling lies that are too obvious. When you say that mail-in ballots are fraudulent, except in states with governors that always do whatever you tell them to do, your lie is too obvious. I am Dave. And I am Molly. And our voices are almost as thin and flimsy as the effort to distinguish between mail-in voting and absentee ballots.
0: Our top story this week... During a speech to an unmasked cluster of his supporters, President Trump accused Democratic presidential candidate and devout Catholic Joe Biden of
1: hating God. As always, our Trump impersonator is a woman, because we hear he hates that.
2: Joe Biden hates God, and he wants to hurt the Bible, but I love the Bible so much that I heard a peaceful assembly of demonstrators just so I could pose with an upside-down Bible I don't read in front of a church I don't go to. Nobody loves Jesus most asbestos than Trump.
0: Barely Audible Whisper
1: reached out to Joe Biden for comment. I can't believe I have to say this, but I don't hate God. For more on this story, Barely Audible Whisper turns to God.
3: Uh, keep me the hell out of your politics.
1: As always, our God impersonator is a woman, because we hear that Trump hates that. Trump started it. I literally carry a rosary in my pocket at all times, and the guy who gassed a
4: peaceful demonstration that included clergy members of the very church he used without permission for a photo op in which he held the Bible upside down is accusing me of hating you?
3: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Politics are cheap salacious and demeaning, and I want no part of it.
2: God totally endorsed me. God for Trump. God for Trump. God for Trump. Ah, stop that. God endorsed me because Paula White, my millionaire con artist spiritual advisor who pretends to speak in tongues, says so. That means God endorses Trump.
5: Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth.
2: Fake news, black hippie. It's Jesus. Hi, hey, Mom. Hey, sweetie. Meek inheritances are socialism.
5: Blessed are the peacemakers, for peace shall be theirs.
2: Fake news, dangerous anarchist. Bill Barr, the attorney general, and my personal attorney, told me that the Bible he stores inside the deep recesses of his jowls says, Gassed are the peacemakers, for upside-down Bible photo ops shall be Trump's.
4: I should probably counter that point, but that might take focus away from my needlessly drawn-out process of choosing
5: a running mate. Blessed are the merciful.
2: I hate the merciful. They shall also be gassed.
5: Blessed are they that hunger and thirst after justice.
2: Gass them too, but also send out the secret police to detain them without charges. Nobody loves Jesus. most
3: bestest than Trump.
2: I would
4: just like to say that...
3: Sorry, Joe, but on the seventh day, I rested. When in retrospect, I should have created more space in the news cycle for logic, reason, and compassion to compete with Trump. God-hating Joe Biden hates God,
2: which is why I call him God-hating Joe. I'm really good at nicknames. I'm really good
4: But he's deliberately corrupting my message, distorting my image, and misrepresenting my entire life's work to advance his own craven desire to obtain wealth and hold on to power.
5: Welcome to my world.
2: God for Trump. God for Trump. God for Trump. Say God for Trump, okay? That's a really good slogan that I came up with.
3: You are my greatest mistake.
0: As of this recording, more than 160,000 Americans have died of COVID-19.
1: By the time you listen to this recording, 160,000 dead Americans will seem like a low number.
0: That's because, despite overwhelming evidence that has consistently proven that America's response to the COVID crisis has been flawed, counterproductive, and deadly, America continues to ignore science and stubbornly continue
1: down the path of failure. That's because sensible Americans are forced to continually argue against the same disproven nonsense over and over and over again.
0: And so, in a desperate effort to end the irrational cycle of futility that has led America's futile and irrational COVID response, Barely Audible Whisper presents, Why are we still arguing about this?
6: Hello and welcome to Why Are We Still Arguing About This? The show where we hope to end arguments about things we shouldn't still be arguing about by asking, why are we still arguing about this? My guests this week are a Trump supporter who's still arguing things that shouldn't still be argued.
5: Masks cause CO2 poisoning.
6: A doctor who, having seen so much death caused by so much stupidity, has finally snapped.
4: Shut up, you third-grade science-class failing fucking dumbass.
6: And a kindergarten teacher who's decided to counter the Trump supporters' stupidity with dumbed-down analogies that appeal to their pre-existing biases.
7: Okay children, think of COVID as a bad hombre and think of the mask as a border wall that protects you from bad hombres.
5: Masks are what's
4: really killing people! I wear a mask for 12 straight hours on a daily basis. Why aren't I dead?
7: Think of COVID-19 as a Black Lives Matter protest and the mask as the brave, unidentified federal law enforcement officers that prevent those horrible Antifas from tearing down a statue of Robert E. Lee. But of course, masks aren't
6: the only thing we shouldn't have to be arguing about anymore.
4: Hydroxychloroquine is to the work. It has been proven not to work. And the more time we spend arguing about why what we know doesn't work, doesn't work, and the less time we spend trying to find something that does work.
5: You just don't
4: want hydroxychloroquine to work because it's good for Trump. This has nothing to do with Trump. The only one that keeps making it about Trump is Trump.
7: Think of Trump as Trump but not the good way Trump supporters make things about Trump that shouldn't be about Trump, but the bad way Trump haters make things about Trump that shouldn't be about Trump.
6: And speaking of things that Trump has made about Trump that shouldn't have anything to do with Trump, let's talk about testing! The high number
5: of cases is because we do so many tests. If there were no tests, there wouldn't be any more COVID because tests are just a conspiracy to make Trump
4: look bad. That's like saying because my mom didn't have a pregnancy test, therefore I wasn't born.
6: And of course, no argument about the American COVID response that we shouldn't still be having to talk about would be complete without talking about the economy.
5: We don't want the cure
4: to be worse than the disease. What does that even mean?
7: Let's think of the economy as a Toby Keith concert. But because of Chinese conspiracy, there was a 10% chance that everyone at the concert might contract a virus that turns some of the people who get it into gay, liberal, socialist snowflakes.
5: That sounds plausible.
7: So, due to the fear of turning into a gay-liberal-socialist snowflake, 60% of people wouldn't go to the Toby Keith concert.
4: Well, that's reasonable.
7: So, since Toby Keith would lose more money putting on an underattended concert, Then by postponing his concert until the gay liberal socialist snowflake virus was under control, it would make more sense economically for Toby Keith to stop doing concerts until his fans could be reasonably assured that going to a Toby Keith concert wouldn't turn them into a gay liberal socialist snowflake.
5: Obviously.
7: So now do you see why the economy can't function until we get the virus under control oh no,
5: because masks are tyranny china virus is caused by doing tests to make trump look bad and i have a constitutional right to get a haircut
4: <sighs> fuck them. let him fuck
7: die him. yeah let them all die, let them all
5: die, just let em' all get this old virus and die.
0: <laughs> President Trump has committed to making the 2020 campaign about his mental superiority over Joe Biden.
1: Because Donald Trump is too stupid to realize that that's a stupid idea.
0: Trump has been on a media tour in recent weeks, for once allowing a
1: face-to-face interview with
0: actual journalists. The 2020 Very Stable Genius Tour has not gone well.
1: First, he went on several interviews with people like Fox News' single decently respectable journalist, Chris Wallace, bragging about his performance on a mental aptitude test.
0: This week, he sat down with Axios' Jonathan Swan for an interview so disastrous that Fox News is pretending it didn't happen.
4: All right, team, uh, we saw the interview. Uh. Oh, uh,
3: yes. All right,
4: so uh, how are we going to spin this thing? Judge Jeanine Pirro, any ideas?
3: We go with the old. He was very unfairly treated by Jonathan Swan.
5: As the single decently respectful journalist, I have to point out that Swan was a perfect gentleman.
7: He did interrupt the president a lot. <laughs> That's rude. Ainsley Earhart?
5: Who let the
4: bimbo in? This is a brains meeting, sweetheart.
3: She's right, though. Maybe we can put together a supercut of Swan interrupting the president.
1: As always, our Trump impersonator is still a woman. Because we hear he still hates that.
2: Texas is going down. Arizona is going down.
5: If I could just finish my question.
2: Florida is going down. Just read the manuals. Read the books. Manuals? Read the books. What books? What testing does.
5: Wait a minute, I'm sorry.
2: Let me explain. What testing does, it shows cases. And
0: stop!
5: So far, our supercut of interruptions is Swan cutting Trump off to politely ask for clarification and asking permission to finish a question. Sounds pretty polite. Uh, Cut the supercut. What else we got? We have nothing. Even when we get to Ghislaine Maxwell, he gives the president every chance to say the right thing. But no, he has to wish her well.
2: Her friend or boyfriend... Epstein? Was either killed or committed suicide in jail. She's now in jail. Yeah, I I wish you well. I'd wish you well. I'd wish a lot of people well. Good luck. Let them prove somebody was guilty. I do wish her well. I'm not looking for anything bad for her. I'm not looking bad for anybody, but all it is is her boyfriend died. He died in jail. Was he killed? Was it suicide? I do, I wish her well.
4: I mean, how many times do you need to wish a child sex trafficker well?
7: Well, wait a minute. Maybe he means it in a, like a mob bossy way. What? You know, you know, like when a mob boss kisses you on the cheek and says, I wish you well, because he's about to have you killed?
4: Uh, look, isn't there a single clip from this interview where Trump strings ten words together? That sounds good to our audience.
2: Nobody knew what this thing was all about. This has never happened before. 1917, but it was totally different. It was a flu in that case, okay?
5: Next 1,000 Americans are dying
4: a day.
2: They are dying, that's true. And it is what it is. God, no, next. When I took over, we didn't even have a test. Why
5: would you have a test?
2: There was no test for this. The virus didn't exist. Excuse me, excuse me. I was going to say, there was no test for this. We didn't have a test for this because there was no test.
4: Please tell me that wasn't a verbatim line from the president. That's barely audible whisper, bawling it up to make him
5: sound stupid. That is a verbatim line from the president. These were all verbatim lines from the president.
3: Jesus,
2: Rupert Murdoch, Christ! If you look at death,
5: it's going up again.
2: Let's look. Let's look at some charts. I'd love to. Right here. United States is lowest in numerous categories. We're lower than the world. In what? Right here. Here is case death.
5: Oh, you're doing death as a proportion of cases. I'm talking about death as a proportion of population.
2: You can't do that.
5: Stop it. Just stop it. I've tried explaining what per capita means to him. It's hopeless.
3: There is one thing. Swan was technically incorrect when he said only applications are sent for mail-in voting, not actual ballots. In one or two states, the actual ballot gets sent.
5: He's publicly corrected himself on that. Great, great. So we'll
4: run a story about that and put nothing else on the site about the interview.
5: If our only coverage of the interview is an article about the interview correcting a technicality on 1% of his own facts... Well, the president spoke almost entirely in mistruths and exaggerations. Isn't that a little?
7: Fox Newsy.
5: The bimbo's right. I mean, we are
4: who we are. Why stop now? The interview doesn't exist. Meanwhile, Ainsley, why don't why don't you have Trump on Fox and Friends and uh, throw him a few softballs so he can recover from this, sweetheart?
2: <laughs> Will do.
0: But the Fox and Friends interview was more of the same.
2: Many people are saying that testing doesn't work, but we have the best testing, and that's why we have the most cases. Joe Biden wants to defend the police. He's never said that, but you can tell by looking at him. Excuse me, excuse me, I was talking. His very words, badly speaking, I am a very stable genius, and I am not a baby. Mm Mm-hmm.
0: According to multiple news reports, Republican operatives connected to President Trump's re-election efforts are actively helping Kanye West
1: get his name on the ballot as a presidential candidate in swing states. The Trump campaign strategy of siphoning black votes from Joe Biden by hoping black people will vote for the black guy that Trump has heard of begs the question, exactly how stupid do Republicans think black people are?
0: To answer this question, Barely Audible Whisper obtained audio of the strategy session in which the plan to get Kanye on the ballot emerged.
5: I figured out a foolproof way to win re-election.
3: Oh, get the president to take the coronavirus seriously. Yeah, if we could get him to do anything at all
7: to even kind of seem like he's trying to do something about COVID, that would be really good for our messaging.
5: There's no chance of that happening, so... I came up with a way to take the black vote away from Joe Biden. Voter suppression. I'm already on it. Obviously, voter suppression is the cornerstone of this campaign, but I came up with a way to get the black people that still manage to vote not to vote for Joe Biden.
3: Get the president to stop insulting Black Lives Matter. Or at least get him to stop insulting John Lewis?
5: There's no chance of that happening either, but what if in addition to voter suppression, we took black votes away from Joe Biden by- More voter suppression. Putting Kanye West on the ballot.
3: But what good would that do?
5: Kanye West is black.
3: I know that. He's one of the three black people I've heard of.
5: So if we put a black person on the ballot, then black people will vote for the black person.
7: Exactly how stupid do you think black people are?
5: Incredibly stupid. Yeah, we're racist.
7: I didn't think we were that racist.
4: Why would you think we weren't that racist?
3: Mm, You're right. (laughs) That was my bad. Isn't Kanye suffering from serious mental health issues?
4: No, because he can identify the difference between a giraffe and a rhinoceros.
3: But his wife, Kim Kardashian, asked that people respect their privacy as Kanye struggles with mental health issues right now. You know how
7: bad a problem has to be for Kim Kardashian? whose entire life has been dedicated to airing out her problems in public, to ask for privacy?
5: That's even better. A candidate in as much, if not more, mental decline than Trump makes Trump seem less crazy.
7: The only downside is that the president might actually be crazier than Kanye West.
5: No, because
4: person, woman, man, camera,
5: television. All we have to do to trick black people who we obviously think are incredibly stupid into voting for Kanye is prioritize a significant amount of time and resources getting him on the ballot in swing states.
3: Wouldn't those resources be better spent addressing the COVID crisis that's destroying the nation and actually dealing with the racial inequalities that the coronavirus and the murder of George Floyd have laid undeniably bare? (laughs)
1: <laughs> 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 <No>. oh. <laughs>
6: oh, yeah, I
3: I heard how ridiculous that sounded the moment the words left my mouth.
0: As we mentioned earlier, Donald Trump began his very stable genius tour by bragging about his results on a cognitive test.
1: For the third time, our Trump impersonator is a woman because of the rule of threes.
2: It's a very hard test. You name five things, person, woman, man, camera, TV. And then they don't tell you, but later they're going to ask you again. And you have to remember the five things, person, woman, man, camera, TV. There, I did it. So I get the points on the test. I get the most points on the very hard test, which makes me the most smartest.
0: To be clear, there are no points, and the test is to see if the subject has any cognitive impairment.
1: If you find any of the questions hard, that might be a sign of some cognitive impairment.
0: Still, we're all desperate for entertainment, so if we're going to have a reality TV star president bragging about how challenging a simple test is, we might as well make a game of it.
5: Hello and welcome to Are You Smarter Than an Alzheimer's Patient?
1: We can't call it that.
5: Welcome to Who Wants to Be Declared Mentally Competent? No. Rest in peace, Regis. Welcome to the Trump Olympics. Our contestants today are Education Secretary Betsy DeVos.
3: I'm here to show the world I'm not
5: a. Be- Betsy, Betsy, you need to turn around.
7: Oh, oh, sorry. I'm here to show the world I'm not as dumb as they think I am. I'm, in fact, much dumber.
5: Housing and Urban Development Secretary Ben Carson.
4: Please keep in mind, as you hear my answers today, that I am an actual neurosurgeon.
5: And Presidential Advisor Kellyanne Conway.
3: I should win this thing as long as I can keep myself from lying for five minutes.
5: Contestants will face a series of challenges which President Trump declared very hard. Very hard. The the person who gets the most points wins the prize every White House employee dreams of. They'll be fired because Trump sees their intelligence and competence as a threat.
2: You're fired.
5: For their first challenge, the contestants must correctly identify a series of three animals from pictures an elephant a rabbit and a beaver
3: okay the first one is a hippo the second is a snake and the third is a lawnmower elephant the first one is a proud
7: republican standing tall for christian values funny oney the second is a sacrilegious easter bunny when easter should be about jesus And I know better than to say the third one on TV. A
5: fever. Uh So, that's three very slow points to Ben Carson. Betsy DeVos gets a half point for at least seeming to understand the images on a symbolic level. And Kellyanne Conway's inability to tell the simplest truth has her at negative three points. For the next challenge, the contestants must spell the word world backwards.
7: D W O R.
3: L. T. World. You may think that the world is backwards, but I see it as forwards. L? L? B. A. K. W. E.
7: R. D. Z. R?
5: This game is so easy that Betsy DeVos would have earned points for spelling out world backwards. However, she spelled it horribly, horribly wrong and earns negative five points. Ben Carson earns three-fifths of a point oh, for only getting three of the five letters in on time. I would like to be absolutely clear that he isn't earning three-fifths of a point merely because he's black.
3: The backwards world is a Democrat hoax because they hate America, which spelled backwards is freedom.
5: And I don't know what to do with Kellyanne Conway, so let's just give her negative ten points. Now, here's the first part of the hardest game in the Trump Olympics... Five words. I'm going to name five random words and ask you to repeat them back to me. Ben Carson, your five words are... Person. Woman. Man. Camera. TV. Person. Well, he works on that. Kellyanne Conway, your five random words are... Woman. Liberal. Immigrant. Immigrant. Artist, fetus, welfare.
3: Hoax, hoax, hoax. Sacred person deserving a full human rights. Hoax. Man.
5: Betsy DeVos, your five random words are red, orange, yellow, green, blue.
7: Red, let's see, lemon, um, money, And more money.
5: That's only four, unless um was one of your guesses.
7: It was.
5: Unbelievable. Camera. Ben, you're out of time again, but you get four points. Kellyanne Conway, shame on you, you get nothing. And Betsy DeVos, you get one point, and I feel like you should wear a helmet at all times. Now, the next challenge is to draw an analog clock.
7: What's an analog clock?
5: It's the kind with hands and numbers arranged in a circle, as opposed to a digital clock. Got it. All right. So, Kellyanne Conway seems to have the right idea. She's completed drawing her circle and is arranging the numbers. Ben Carson has nearly completed his circle, and Betsy, what are you drawing? Is that a man?
7: He has two hands, and over here I'm arranging a bunch of numbers in a circle.
5: R is not a number. Do you really not know what a clock is? The thing that tells time?
7: This is my uh, servant, Franz. (laughs) When I need to know what time it is, I just ask Franz.
5: In that case, I suppose I'll give you half a point. Ben Carson has now drawn two of the numbers, and he's running away with this thing, so let's just give him two points and call it off. Kellyanne Conway didn't have to open her lying mouth for this activity and actually accurately completed it, so I'm giving her 12 points, which still doesn't bring her up above zero. Now, who can remember the five random words I gave you? This time, the points are worth double. Red? I think you're thinking of Betsy's words, Ben.
7: Oh, then, red, orange, grapefruit, yellow, submarine,
5: Betsy DeVos appears to think this is a word association game, green,
3: money, oh I want to play, blue, more money, blue is the color of fetus killing immigrant living welfare queen con artist liberals,
5: well, you said all five of your words, and that means that somehow you win.
2: Kellyanne, I'm very disappointed in you. You got too many points. I'm the most disappointed person because I have the best brain. You're fired. No!
6: No, I was trying to
2: lose! Come on, Betsy DeVos. Back to work. You too, Herman Kane uh, I'm not... Herman Kane, I'm Ben.
4: Carson. Herman Kane is.
2: I have the best blacks. Blacks for Trump. Dead. Mm-hmm.
0: The New York State Attorney General announced that she is seeking to dissolve the NRA due to widespread criminal fraud at the highest levels of the nonprofit gun rights organization.
1: Ironically, NRA members who gave their money to the organization in part because they believed the NRA was defending their right to protect their property from theft were the victims of theft at the hands of the very organization they believed was protecting them from theft.
0: For more on this irony, Barely Audible Whisper turns to our irony correspondent, Alanis Morissette, whose hit song, Isn't It Ironic? Ironically, has nothing to do with irony. Hi,
3: I'm Alanis Morissette, and ironically, my hit song about irony proves that I don't understand irony.
5: You can have my guns when you pry them from my cold, dead hands.
3: That's NRA president Wayne LaPierre, who ironically stole millions of dollars from NRA donor money to afford a lavish lifestyle. That isn't irony. That's just theft. So the irony is that one of the luxury items he illegally gained was a yacht that was so big and a smaller boat two jet skis attached to it. No, that's just details about the
7: theft.
5: You can have my yacht when you pry it from my cold, dead jet skis.
3: So then the irony is that, um, it rained when he was jet skiing. Because rain when you don't want it to rain is irony. Oh, that's just the weather.
4: I need my guns to protect me against people trying to steal my money. That's why I give my money to the NRA.
3: That's the irony. Because if he needs guns to protect his money, the jet skis aren't guns. So when they should have spent money on guns to protect money, they spent money on yachts with jet skis, which cost more money, and don't help you protect your money. No, that's
7: still just theft. The irony is that they gave money to protect their right to protect themselves against theft, but that money was stolen by the very people who they thought were protecting their right to protect themselves against theft.
3: Oh, it's like a free ride when you've already paid. No,
7: because that's not a thing.
4: Damn government going after the NRA for committing fraud. That's an infringement on my constitutional rights.
7: That's more irony. The NRA members whose money was stolen by the NRA...
5: You can have your donations back when you pry them from my cold, dead,
7: frozen assets. ...are mad at the government for catching the organization who stole from them instead of being mad at the organization that actually stole from them.
3: That's like good advice you just can't take. No, it isn't
4: damn deep state made up a three-year-long paper trail that proves in granular detail exactly how millions of dollars were pilfered from the intended purpose of the organization directly into the pockets of a handful of high-level executives.
3: Oh, I get it now. It's like gun rights instead of a yacht, it's a jet ski that costs a lot. It's the longer money that executives take, and part of a gun's a trigger. (sighs) No,
7: somehow you have once again missed everything that is actually ironic
3: about this story. That is so frustrating. I have absolutely no concept of irony, and it makes me so angry at everything. I just want to shoot something.
4: Sounds like you should join the NRA. Yeah, it's great. None of us grasp irony at all, so we just kind of shoot stuff, and then we give that guy our money. And if he steals our money, uh, we get real mad at the people who caught him stealing.
5: It's like rain! made out of money. It's a free yacht that comes with jet skis. Blame this deep state when I get caught, because all of our members are triggered.
3: You want it to punch down there. Got it. That's what she said. Shut up. Don't punch down there. <laughs>
0: Thank you for listening to Barely Audible Whisper made possible by the following people. Writer, co-host, and producer Dave Baldwin. Co-host Molly Brown. Writer and actor Daniel Carter-Brown. And actors Michael Morgan, Allie Glonick, and Corey Burns. Please check out our website where you can subscribe to our podcast or subscribe to us wherever it is you subscribe to your podcasts. We appreciate your support.
6: Oh, fuck.
3: Oh my god, that's uh, it fuck. Fuck, 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 fuck. I invented fuck. Um,
6: <laughs>
5: Whoa.
3: <laughs> and I mean all forms.
5: Good job, Mom.
3: Can that is dirty? Call me dad. Good job, g-
5: gender non-specific parent.
3: Call me they. Can you set me up again so I can cut you off? Sure thing, big
4: guy.
6: <laughs> I'm a lady.